Hello, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Blockchain Chat Podcast. Today's date is Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. This is Season 1, Episode 12. Blockchain Chat is an independent podcast. We are not affiliated with any project. Nothing on the show is financial advice, so please always do your own research and never invest more than you can afford to lose. Today's guest is someone who I've wanted to speak with for a long time. His name is Tony. So Tony, a very warm welcome to the show. Now we actually met on Publish X uh, before this. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Hey, thanks for having me. First of all, congratulations on the show. Uh, seems very successful. I've listened to the one or two that you've posted online and I want to thank you for having me today. Thank you. So um, it was right before the pandemic started. I think I joined Publish Zero X or Publix X as, as a reader. I was kind of interested with the, the crypto part because you can tip as a reader and uh, you can control the percentage of tip on like seven or eight articles a day. I think that translated to about 15 cents, maybe 20 cents at the time. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start, um, I think I'm going I'm, I'm to apply as a publisher, see what happens. And um, that got approved within a day or two. And, um, you know, I'm an educator. Uh, I've been in the education space for over 25 years. So, um, you know, I, I've taught um, uh, elementary school and middle school, and I think I've probably had about 5,000 students when I was teaching in the classroom. And then I did a lot of presenting and trainings to a lot of adults, a lot of teachers, probably just as many, about 5,000 teachers uh, when I was uh, presenting and training. So, um, you know, I've, I've um, I've pieced together newsletters in the past, you know, mostly about edu education, learning, educational technology. And I was like, you know what? I think I want to start um, posting about what I'm learning here, like uh, learning in public, I think was the big thing on Twitter about a year, year and a half ago. And I started uh, publicizing what I was learning almost live with crypto, with cryptocurrency, blockchain, uh, you probably spearheaded me into the NFT space, so thank you for that. And then I had some other buckets, investing, personal finance, entrepreneurship, and learning, which was kind of like a meta learning, like what I'm learning about my learning. And, uh, and then I was amazed at the, the community that I found in the commenting section, and that's where uh, we connected. And, you know, we would comment on each other's posts and cross post uh, and then met about another handful of people. And I think I've made friends all over the world, probably one, at least on each continent, aside from Antarctica. And uh, you all helped me uh, uh, further my learning because sometimes the conversation would go to Twitter, direct messaging when we had particular questions. So I felt like I grew that way and just basically publicizing everything I was learning, you know, learning in public on the weekly summary. I've, I've publicized stuff for work. I've done a, a handful of newsletters in various formats in the last, uh, uh, actually, couple of decades. I even had one that kind of uh, was a podcast where uh, I would uh, include highlights and thinking. This is back 2006, 2008, where teachers were possibly playing a podcast in the car and listening to uh, the, um, the publication um, you know, either recorded off of a USB drive. At that time, I was connecting a little device that went off the FM transmitter, so I can uh, I can listen to podcasts connecting it to the FM of the of the radio. But um, I, you know, I've, I've 
The, the weekly summary, I think, has gone through a lot of, I've done some exper experimentation in terms of the content length, uh, what's included. Some, you know, at first I did everything and that kind of, uh, uh, it wore me down a bit. But with my crypto journey and learning about cryptocurrency, um, you know, all my life I've been, um, I've really been into science fiction. And one movie that really made me think and think out of the box was The Matrix. Yes. And, um, you know, when Neo is presented with the red pill or the blue pill, you know, if you stick with the blue pill, you're basically going to continue life in this uh, illusion of a reality. Or if you take the red pill, you're really going to find out what's about to happen, the way it really works. And that's what I feel like happened when I started learning about cryptocurrency and blockchain technology and nifties and everything that's going on right now i felt like i took the red pill and i just devoured it and you, the thing is when you learn about bitcoin or you learn about ethereum if you're doing it right you're also realizing what you know or you don't know about how the dollar works or the euro or the pound if you're in uh, in the uk and how all that works and understanding fiat currency and what does that mean and all of a sudden it it just seemed like this curriculum unraveled where i was learning um about the economy fiscal policy monetary uh regulations how the central bank has worked or maybe not worked, <laughs> the treasury you know inflation and all of a sudden it seemed like a curriculum started just coming together and a lot of the content I was reading on Public Zero X and then I would go and find some of the other big outlets that carry either crypto news or original pieces and I couldn't connect enough dots because uh, it just it kept going and it feels like I was in the matrix and now I get really get to see how it works and, um, you know, even learning about huge historical things like back in 1971 when Richard Nixon took us, took the United States off of the gold standard. And basically we, we, we shipped it to a fiat currency, which means the government can print as much money as it wants. Before 1971, if I wanted to print more money, we had to make sure we had enough gold in our reserves to do that. And we've seen how much money we've printed. Obviously, this is a hundred-year event with what's been going on with the pandemic and what you know how it's hit the economy. But it it can print as much money as it wants, and there's no limitation. And we know with a lot of the cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, you know, 21 million is the the set uh, the limit, and there's no more. Ethereum just uh, recently was at what three weeks ago. With the London hard fork, it uh, it basically started burning um, Ethereum with any purchases or any things that, that were happening on the network, which is caused it caused Ethereum to kind of go up in price, make it almost doubled from what it was what what it was doing about a month ago. Yes. yes. So it's as if I took the red pill and I found out the real truth about the economy, currency money uh it even i even uh, make connections to i remember i took a philosophy class a good 30 years ago in college and plato came up with something over 2500 years ago it's called the allegory of the cave and i think that was in his um, republic and he, it was a short book that he wrote and it was about uh, some prisoners that were shackled in a cave and they could only see one direction. They can look at the wall, and they saw these shadows. So from when they were very young, they were babies, all they saw were these shadows that were cast on the wall, and that was their reality. But in, in, in essence, going outside of the cave is where reality was, and supposedly one of them kind of escapes and freaks out when they see the real world. And I think that's what happens when you finally get it about cryptocurrency. The, the learning kind of becomes an avalanche and it just it just pours 
just comes out. <laughs> it does, and you, you know what? It's interesting because we actually had a, a kind of similar journey in the sense that we both kind of learned about it, and then what ended up happening was the more we learned about it, the more fascinating it became, and it just kind of it, it led from one thing to another. And it seems like both of us actually found our ways independently onto Publish X, and we were basically—you've I, I, seen some of the content I've, I've written. Uh, I'm, I'm basically doing ex almost exactly the same thing you're doing. Whatever I learn about something, I'll write about it and I'll share it with people. And you know, the, the, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm the first one to write about certain content, right? But uh, everybody's welcome to pr uh, contribute their own article and so on and so forth, right? But but Publish X isn't the only one that uh, platform that you're using. Do you want to talk about some of the other uh, platforms that you've uh, tried and uh, you kind of commented on previously to me? So about a month, month and a half ago, I got on Noise Cash, okay. and that one is a, a Bitcoin Cash powered site. I think the the folks that are behind it supply something i think i was reading five thousand dollars a day where they're um they're, they're 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 giving it based on engagement and it's kind of like a twitter wannabe it's uh it's not as uh polished as twitter and some of these other social media platforms but the exciting thing is that it seems like 10 to 20 percent of it uh, of the users are from the United States or in North America, and a majority of them are South America, Asia, and Africa. And what's exciting about that platform, it seems like some of those folks who have um, a lot of subscribers, um, they're, they're making almost what they would make in a, in a, in a, in a daily wage in those countries. Oh, wow. And I think that's that's been like a game changer. And to me, it's it's very exciting that that uh, that's happening in some of those countries where you know either inflation has caused that, or you know there's limitations to to an economy. And that's exciting that they're able to do it for you know a few hours a day out of their bedroom or out of their uh, you know in their porch or wherever they're sitting. And um, but I've made, uh, uh, and I see Upland, dude, he's he's in uh, the, uh, the voice channels, uh -huh. and I am having so much fun with Upland, dude, because he's got me talking about uh, breakdancing, big thing back in the 80s that I was doing. Uh, he started, uh, you know, you can do channels, and he's done an 80s channel, and just having a lot of fun in there. We're talking, we're talking all kinds of stuff. I don't think I've had as much fun as I have uh, over on Noise.Cat. So if anybody's listening and you want to uh, engage and get, get on social media and possibly earn some crypto because you do earn Bitcoin cash, there's an algorithm that will randomly, uh, if, you if somebody likes your posts or even your replies, you can you get awarded in Bitcoin Cash, nice. and um, it's 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 a, it's a it's a great platform. Uh, a lot of people I've met a lot of people on there, and uh, having a lot of fun with uh, Upland Dude. So I'm excited to see he's uh, he's in uh, he's listening he's listening in. Yeah, Upland Dude, super nice guy. Uh, he, he's actually one of the people first people I've connected with to kind of start this project off, and he's uh, one of the frequent listeners listeners on the show. Uh, we're super, super good person, and uh, we're very happy to have him here. And yes, I, I know uh, we've had some good chats with Upland Dude. Uh, so yes, you, you mentioned Noise.Cash, and it's, it sounds like it's really interesting. It's almost like a startup in terms of social media, but uh, there was all, I think you also mentioned there was a couple other platforms, like you, for example, you, look, you were looking into Reddit, uh, you were looking into uh, Quora, uh, there was a number of other ones. Okay, you've tried a lot of them. That's right. That's right. Okay. I was thinking crypto because oh, yeah. we we're talking about publish and I, I thought we were talking about crypto, but yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on Reddit and, um, a, a lot of times when, uh, you know, if you're going to put out content, like the posts that we do as an author on publish zero X, you want to promote, you want to get the word out. You know, we've put, we've put, um, you know, sometimes a few hours, maybe more, into a piece of content, and you'd love for people to to read it and get the word out there. So Reddit uh, is great, and Publish Zero X also has a couple of uh, subreddits where you can join, where you can basically promote 
your, uh, your, your articles there. Uh, there's also many, many crypto subreddits on there as well. And I think um, my son has told me, my older son has told me about how uh, the, the main one, the cryptocurrency one, where they have, I think, over a million plus uh, folks in there. I think they're earning Moon, I think, is the, the crypto on there. So uh, I've got uh, the Reddit page on here. What's your uh, username there? Let's see if I can pull up some of your posts here on Reddit here. So there, it's usually the link. Uh, so it's tvlahack is my. So if you want to copy and paste from the URL that you have uh, published zero x, you could probably copy the tvlahack because I, I try to be consistent with the branding on all the platforms I'm, I'm on. You know what? Uh, I'll, I'll make sure that we get that on some of the links later on. Just, uh, I want to make sure that it's uh, something that the users can look up later on. Uh, no, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, if, so if any if any of your listeners want to start publishing on Publish Zero X, highly recommend that you go on Reddit and you promote it on. The, there's two of them that I have found. There's an official Publish Zero X subreddit, and then there's another one that seems like it's unofficial, where you can drop your link or even put a little piece or a teaser to your article. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've also experimented on Quora, which is kind of like a, uh, I, I think Yahoo Questions was big about 15 years ago. Now, I think that's gone away. A lot of the Yahoo platforms have been sunsetted. Uh, and I think Quora picked up where Yahoo Answers or Yahoo Questions, I don't remember what it was called. But um, I, I usually, on Quora, I, I will um, repost a lot of uh, the, the the learning ones, and I think I've posted some of my crypto ones. Now that one for me is a tough nut to crack because when I look at my analytics, I've had close to 22, 24,000 views, but the engagements are very, very low. So at the very least, you know, you want to experiment and try and see, see what works. So I got a lot of people, a lot of impressions on there, but not a whole lot of engagement that I've noticed. And then, and then I'm on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for nearly 12 years, and um, I do a lot of uh, cross-promotional stuff. Sometimes I would even do threads, and threads are um, where you can link uh, a number of tweets together, and they'll kind of get packaged. So being that Twitter has a 280-character limit, and there's lots of things that you want to say. You can keep adding to the, the tweet and make it what's called a thread. So you want to, you want to check that out if you're on, on Twitter. Uh, and uh, Twitter is great. I mean, there's a lot, of, um, uh, a, a lot of crypto content on there. Uh, I'm into the investing in personal finance, so a lot of money Twitter is on there. And then around the time when you introduced NFTs about... <laughs> I don't know, maybe about a year ago, there were so many giveaways happening on Twitter uh, every day. And I was lucky to win a lot of uh, things. So one of, uh, I don't know, uh, do you have any crypto monkeys? I have one. With, uh, the banana, through Bonino? I have one. So I won a blue wizard, which I guess is very rare. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, we were just talking before the show started that uh, Max is kind of, uh, it, it's up, I think you said 150% because Binance something listed it, Max and Max P. I'm going to take a look right here. And my Blue Wizard, I think, is about $600 uh, because it, uh, of its rarity uh, at low mint. But if you're, in, if you're into NFTs, there's all kinds of giveaways on, on Twitter. And I was lucky to, to to win that. I also was lucky to win your uh, uh, the, your Kate giveaway about two months ago. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so uh, wow. Twitter, Reddit, Aura. Uh, you, you might want to experiment on there and see what happens, especially if you've got any any, any content. And then noise.com. Uh, excuse me, noise.cash uh, is is a great place to be because uh, the engagement is high and you're also earning Bitcoin cash, which is nice too. 
So, I mean, you've gone over a lot of stuff here, and this is um, years of uh, individual experimenting, uh, learning, and so on and so forth. Uh, what would you recommend if somebody was just starting out in, um, let's just say, uh, crypto for now, and then we'll move on to the next thing, which would be, I guess, uh, publishing. But what would you recommend in terms of uh, first steps if someone was uh, saying, hey, you know what, I want to learn about crypto. Uh, what would you do? I mean, I already, like, I'll, I'll give you a, what I would say. You know, I'd probably say, you know what, get on to PublishX. There's some great content on there, right? I'm not sure if you feel the same way or not. No, I, I agree. Uh, definitely, that was my starting point. And the thing is, the community on there is very engaging, and they're very helpful. And um, they'll, um, they'll help you, because I was a total noob when it came to crypto. And I, I couldn't get enough of the readings, but also the comments and uh, just found people so helpful and engaging. So I've got about six to eight friends that I've made in, uh, from a year and a half ago, including you, oh, that you. were very helpful. They were informative. I mean, you, I think you basically have, you, you carved the path for NFTs for sure, because I, I, I was clueless. But yeah, publish zero X. I know some of the other authors are also on read.cash, which I think you're on there as well. And so is uh, Upland dude. Now I haven't ventured off in that platform yet. I don't know if I, uh, if I could, I feel like I'm already watering myself down quite a bit because you want to find a, like a hub. And I, fe I felt like publish zero X was my main headquarters. And then Quora would point to it, Reddit, you know, links would point back to it, Twitter, like even if you go to my Twitter profile and you look at the bit.ly that I, because one of the things that you want to do for sure, whatever, like if you're on Twitter, you want to make sure you optimize your profile. You make sure you you uh, you get your, uh, your profile pick, your background pick, you know, spend a little bit of time, look at ones that are very successful and kind of, you know, you use you know take some time to prep the visuals but also your bio is important what you have in there and you could see that i state i'm a student of personal finance investing uh cryptocurrency blockchain and nifties uh i love curating content is that what i feel like what i do uh you know i i'm a big foodie i love i love fitness and um you know i also have there that i was an ex uh uh, uh, kindergarten to, for, to eighth grade teacher, uh, but uh, make sure you optimize that your profiles wherever you, you go, and you can see that the link you want to you want to take advantage of that link. You'll notice some of the folks link to their link tree, which is kind of I guess like a personal landing page of all the, uh, all of the handles from you know from Facebook to Instagram to. Uh, uh, to, to, to a blog, to, to Reddit. But what I do, what I've selected to do is if you click on that link, it takes you to my weekly summary kind of main landing page where you can see all of my uh, posts about cryptocurrency, blockchain, nifties, investing, um, personal finance stuff. All right, so it's, it's great because when I first saw your Twitter profile, I don't just we were talking with Twitter. Uh, I don't think you had as many. Actually, I know you didn't have as many followers as you did now. I'm just going to take a peek. How many do you have right now? You got oh wow, 2,700 followers. So I remember you were just over 2,000. And when I saw that you had so many, I said, wow, great work. But and I decided to pick a brain. And I said, hey Tony, uh, how would I get more followers? And that was at a point where I said, you know what, I'm going to see if I can try to do something with my Twitter account. I think at first it was eh, I didn't know what to do. But if somebody was to say, you know what, I want to try to get more followers, uh, would you like to share some advice that you shared with me, I guess? Sure. So for Twitter tips, you know, be yourself. Just put out there, be yourself. Don't pretend to be somebody you're not. And be consistent. If you're going to if you're gonna take on Twitter, you know, try to hit, hit Twitter daily and, you know, tweet a few times a day. I'm tweeting a few times a day, and I don't like tweeting 
uh, like if I'm going to tweet five, if I have five ideas for five different tweets, I'm not going to go uh, tweet and then five minutes later tweet again and then 10 minutes later. I like spacing out my tweets because I feel like if you're doing them all together, I feel like it's spammy and you're, you're basically bombarding your followers' uh, feeds and they see you stacked up in their feed. So I try to space out my, my tweets, and sometimes that means you manually have to do that, but who has that kind of time? So what I highly recommend is you maybe schedule a couple of your tweets. So built into Twitter, there is a, a scheduler where if you look at the bottom, if you, go, if you were to go and create a tweet right now, at the very bottom, you're going to see a, a couple of images, and one of them is a calendar. If you click on that calendar, that's the built-in scheduling uh, part of Twitter. So what I'll do is I will maybe tweet it sometime in the middle of the morning or maybe in the evening. Um, so I try to uh, space them out. There's other services out there. If you want to do a little more, look into a platform called Buffer. And they got uh, a freemium version where you can uh, buffer or you can schedule up to 10 tweets at a time. Uh, I found Buffer, I, I, that's been in my toolkit for many, many years. Uh, even retweeting sometimes. Like if I find some of your tweets that I like, and I might sometimes I might retweet one or two, sometimes by design, that second or third uh, crypto wordsmith uh, tweet, I might buffer, meaning I might send it out sometime tomorrow morning or in the afternoon, or maybe even the following day, or you can customize that. Nice. Another, another tool for scheduling is uh, TweetDeck, which uh, it used to be a third-party service. I think about five years ago, Twitter bought it, so they have kind of uh, baked it into Twitter. So if you go to tweetdeck.twitter.com, I think, it automatically logs you in if you're in uh, with your Twitter account. Um, something else that you want to do is if you've got something thoughtful that you're sharing that involves, like let's say an author, like let's say I went back and I found one of your uh, articles and I quoted you, uh, I would probably include your handle, I would try to find your handle, sometimes that takes a little bit of work and sometimes it doesn't, but I try to include the handle where I'm mentioning the tweet about what you said about Kate or wax or NFTs, um, and uh, you know, try to engage with others in the comments of, of tweets. And sometimes you you'll get followers uh, with uh, insightful things that you're, uh, uh, you know, just not say I like this or something uh, vague or general like that. But if you if 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 you're really taking the time to think about what they tweeted or the article that they're they're talking about. You know, something useful uh, uh, with uh, engaging with others and try to engage with as many comments as you can a day. So if it's 15 or 20 minutes that you've allocated to Twitter between the tweet, the scheduling, and maybe engaging uh, with, with others on Twitter, uh, I found that that's, that's worked very well for me. And... Um, Experiment try like threads. I mentioned that a few minutes ago. Uh, that that I think got me a lot of followers uh, with threads. I would uh, uh, find a topic. Sometimes it was about personal finance that I that I wrote about on the weekly summary, or it might have been about cryptocurrency. And I ended up making a little tweet, and you can connect them through through a thread. You know, it's so those are like. Sorry, sorry go ahead. Well, those are a handful of things that uh, are always at the, uh, the back of my mind when I think about Twitter because I really because I've been on that platform again over a decade, and I think that little formula there has worked well for me, and uh, you know that's what I would recommend to others if they wanted to try out Twitter. It's interesting you mentioned engaging with uh, somebody in their comments, right? Because. I think that's probably uh, one of the lesser known ways of doing it and when you mentioned it I did try that and it works really well uh, because who doesn't like it when somebody you know reaches out to you and says hey this is a great idea 
you automatically form a bit of a mini connection with that individual, right? And then you're interested to see what they have in terms of their content as well, too. Uh, oftentimes, if you are, you guys are uh, similar in terms of you know your your likes and whatnot, and you're both pretty good people, uh, it's pretty easy to get a, a follower in that way too. So uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. So um, yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I I have found that I rarely get uh, reply back or any kind of engagement with. Uh, Twitter accounts that might have 50,000 followers or 100,000 followers or more. I, 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 sometimes I look out, but I have found that the folks that are in the like 500 to maybe 5,000 follower range, that has been kind of like a sweet spot for me. And you will definitely get engagement uh, with with Twitter accounts. So I, get, I, I recently read an article where they were talking about influencers. And then there's micro influencers based on your follower count. And I think I'm in the nano influencer <laughs> with my, uh, I guess if I were to add up my subscribers to my weekly summary, to no, on noise, on Reddit, on uh, Twitter, I think I'm a nano influencer. So if you want to target nano influencers and engage with folks with around no more than 5,000 followers, chances are you're going you're gonna to get engagement back and possibly a follower from, from that engagement. That's interesting. Uh, you know what? I have a ways to go before I become an, even a nano uh, influencer, but it's definitely a target <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I, I think you're already a nan, at least a nano influence so? for okay. sure. Crypto. Thank you, oh, definitely, definitely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I think if we add up your numbers from Publish Zero X and Twitter, I, I think I looked at your Twitter. You're over eight, around 800 right now, right? Okay, 800 and some close. change. I'm getting close. Uh, I am gonna. That is a great segue into something else. But really quick, I don't want to take away too much of your time, but I do want to uh, step away and just just uh, mention that there was a bit of a reveal that I had, a bit of a hint in terms of uh, my next giveaway, and I was looking at my uh, follower base. It was about 786, I think, the last time I saw, and. I heard somewhere that once you hit a thousand followers, it's almost like, yeah, okay, this is the first big milestone you've got. So it's a, it's a nice little um, target to try to aim for. And I, I found that using your, uh, taking following your advice was a huge push, being consistent, which I unfortunately have not been able to do recently. Uh, but that's one of the things I was able to do. But another thing uh, I was able to do to basically bring my number of followers up was to host giveaways and for for one thing it's fun to do and second thing it, it is a great way to get new followers and uh, in order to try to get my push to 1000 uh, not to steal your thunder Tony but I'm, I'm announcing that my next giveaway is going to be the biggest one I've, I've uh, hosted to date I'm, I'm going to have uh, 15 NFTs that I'm going to be giving away. Oh. It's kind of like what Paul did, right? Just stealing his idea, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it was his birthday. I'm not sure. That was a little while ago, a couple months ago. He had this mega, mega giveaway. So I'm going to do something similar. I'm going to be giving away 15 NFTs. And if I manage to uh, get the 1,000 followers uh, before the end of uh, September, I'm actually going to uh, uh, give away th three prizes of some crypto as well, too. There's going to be a Blux token, Kate token, and Aether token as well too. And if I manage to get the 1,000 followers uh, before the end of this month, I'm, I'm going to throw in two additional prizes of uh, NBA Top Shot moments as well too. And one of them is going to be a Chris Paul moment, so that's going to be a nice one that people will want to have. So, so my apologies for taking that away. <laughs> no, no, not at all. That's great news, up. and yeah. congratulations, because I think you're probably going to hit that. Uh, milestone that four digit club uh, soon and it sounds like you might uh, top uh, what Paul did uh, on his birthday bash with all those giveaways he was doing all day long so uh, you know congratulations in advance I think you're gonna get there uh, really soon thank you, thank you. and it's fun right and one thing is interesting though because I hear a lot of people uh, well not a lot I've, I've heard some comments saying you know what uh, there's all these giveaways I never win are these things even real um, if anybody's listening to this show, I can definitely tell you that when I do my giveaway, I always follow up with a tweet 
and always uh, have at least one witness so that it's not rigged. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, and I usually record it, and you know. So, anyways, it, it is something for real. I've got, I've given away, I don't know how many NFTs now. Uh, I've given away physicals as well too. So, if you guys are not sure, you know what? Enter my giveaway, and sometimes I even give away extra NFTs if I do have them. So, it's a fun thing. That well, I it's important that you're transparent with the giveaway process because I've noticed a lot of the folks who do that on Public Zero X do that as well, where they uh, they record uh, that. Um, I guess that there's a website where you can put in all your, uh, you know, the folks that have entered and uh, then it picks the five or the 10 or whatever. So that's great that you're transparent and you're doing that. Yes. Yes. So again, uh, we're going to, uh, at the end of the show, we're going to give away the four NFTs and Tony's going to be uh, a part of that process as well too. So uh, again, we are about, uh, we've got some chatter going on in the blockchain chat, which is good. I love having some guys talk about stuff like that here now. Uh, I'm just going to quickly scan that just my apologies, I have not seen what's sure. going on here. Uh, yeah, it looks like they're talking about uh, Brave Browser and some uh, wallets as well, too. So uh, while, while we talk about that, do you have any preferred crypto wallets? Just so we can uh, share that with the guys that are in the, uh, the chat as well, too. So um, that's a great question. I have um, Coinbase wallet, and I connected my Coinbase account with it. And I think some of the, like, for example, when we were talking about noise.cash, um, I'm using uh, my bit, my Bitcoin cash address from my Coinbase wallet to receive um, from, um, from noise.cash. Uh, in addition to some other things I've done, I think I, uh, I don't know, do you, do you play that uh, app? It's called Coin, where you can earn coin and then if you get to a certain amount you can cash out to xyo no i do not no that's actually new to me yeah oh, so i found I that yes. a, a good year ago on uh, published zero x I, jo I joined from somebody's link and uh it was it was uh, the threshold to cash out was uh, was really easy to get to ten thousand coin which was the in-game uh, uh app currency and when you get to ten thousand coin, you can you can you can send it to XYO, uh, and that's where I, I used my Coinbase wallet. And what was amazing when I, when it got cashed out, it was fifteen thousand plus XYO. It was a micro nano uh, coin, and it has about twenty or thirty x because right now the value of those fifteen thousand plus are like one hundred and forty, one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh wow. And they, they upped their threshold from 10,000 to 50,000. So I'm, I'm at around 30,000 right now. And a few weeks ago, my phone broke. Oh, no. So I have not been able to access. So when, we, when I mentioned some of the other wallets that I have, make sure you put your seed phrases. I think I've got all my seed phrases except maybe one, which was my Allium wallet, which is tied to the Banano meme coin. Oh. And that one's kind of freaking me out because uh, I have a few thousand uh, banana I've earned with their giveaways and things that they've done on uh, Telegram and on Published Zero X and on Reddit. They've done a lot of giveaways with banana and uh, their nifties, which are the crypto monkeys we were talking about right. earlier. Uh, so I've got uh, Coinbase Wallet. I've got uh, Trust Wallet that I use. So. Uh, you know, got some some BNB uh, with uh, you know the Binance Smart Chain, um, and let's see what else. I've got some centralized um, uh, exchange stuff like uh, the Coinbase I mentioned. I'm on Coinbase. I'm also on um, um, so what's it called? It's been so long since it feels like it's been so long because uh, I've been off my phone for almost two two and a half weeks. But uh, uh, pay P E I, I started off on that. It was a, a cashback program with thousands of merchants. You know, Seven Eleven, um, uh, a lot of your local uh, uh, eateries, uh, and uh, then they they. They, uh, they, uh, they started doing uh, Bitcoin and uh, you can cash out instead of getting paid out in, uh, in cash, you can pick Bitcoin. Nice. 
Nice. And that's where I had to create a Bitcoin wallet inside of their app to uh, do it. Now, obviously, you're paying a little bit on the, uh, what's it called? Not the float, but the uh, uh, word is, you're not buying it at spot price. You yes. know, like when you're, you're getting Bitcoin, they're probably tacking another, uh, the spread. It's called the spread. Where uh, they might tack on another 2% to the price if you're buying. And they might do the opposite when you're going to sell. They might take 2% and I guess that's what's called the spread. So, yeah, Coinbase wallet, uh, trust, uh, got um, the Coinbase account and um, uh, pay. Uh, with, uh, it's, that's a cashback program. Um, wow, that's, that's a lot of wallets you have there. You, and you know what? One day, we can only hope that there'd be like one wallet and it would be a decentralized wallet and you wouldn't have to worry about all this stuff. But uh, I think we're a little ways away from that because even myself, I've got a ton of wallets too and I'm trying not to. And it's actually impacting me in terms of the number of projects that I'm looking at because it'd be like, oh no, they won't need another wallet, right? So it's it's, it's almost a, uh, something that's a deterrent for me that I'm trying not to set up all these wallets and, and it's difficult to manage all of it for me. So I'm not sure if you're feeling Yeah, it's, it's hard not to because you want to participate in the project. It might be a giveaway or it might be a great opportunity to get it at, a, at, a, at a low price and sometimes we have no choice but to get a wallet that's just for that coin which I, I don't like but we have no other choice and I think that's where we're at but another thing that's that, that I've, I've noticed is um, you know I'm a, I'm a little older than you and even as a, a, a late teenager into my early 20s I remember web 1.0 when it was strictly uh, very text-based environment back in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, it, in terms of publishing content, you really need, needed somebody who knew how to work an FTP server to upload your, your projects. Uh, and that lasted for about eight to 10 years, where you know, we, what we would call maybe one point, web 1.0. And with MySpace coming out and Facebook, and then Twitter, and then all these other social media platforms where almost everybody became a publisher. And you didn't have to go to the, the techie person who knew how to FTP. You can publish your own, uh, your own content, which we then started, you know, I guess MySpace kind of kicked off Web 2.0 in the 2001s, 2002s, 2003s. And, but now what's happening with Ethereum What's happening with all this blockchain technology we are seeing the beginning of web 3.0 where uh, right now who's holding most of our keys to our data uh, you know Google Microsoft Amazon uh, Facebook are holding the keys to a lot of our privacy uh, with with data and it's going to come back to the user web 3.0 is going to be user centric and we own it I'm even reading some excitement with Ethereum where it could be your single sign-on into logging in to all these websites that we use on a daily basis. I don't know about you, I'm probably up to about four to 500 different accounts that I use that I have to get into. Now, some of them I do single sign-on with Google. There's, there, there are a few that I go in with Facebook, but a lot of them I have to remember a unique username and a password, but how awesome it, it's gonna be sometime in the near future when we can do it with our Ethereum address or you know, going in with, with Ethereum as single sign-on. So, you know what, first of all, uh, it, that sounds really exciting. And second of all, did you say you had a couple hundred accounts? <laughs> oh my gosh. In, in terms of all the accounts that I use for, uh, for myself, I probably have four to 500 different accounts. Wow. Um, yeah. And I think that that's going to be common with, uh, with, with a lot of people with, you know, from your day-to-day -day things that you need to log into, financial, banking, um, school-related, things that you probably, uh, uh, for, for kids, you know, um, I know a lot of times I, I'd create a lot of sites when both of my kids were under 15 and I had to know the user and the password and I wanted to control that for them because they were young. Now that, that both of them are over 18, you know, I try to uh, 
uh, tell them, you know, don't create too many Gmail accounts. Don't, don't be creating accounts. You want to keep track of everything because with cybersecurity and all these hacks that are going down, you want to have your footprint, your digital footprint be a, uh, a small one. You don't want to just keep creating accounts and be all over the place with things unless you absolutely need to. Oh, that's, that's definitely, yes, excellent advice. And it's something that we all struggle with. But wow, that's impressive for the four to 500 accounts. You know what? If I was to add it all up, I think I would actually have quite a few too. It, it doesn't seem like it when I uh, look at it at first glance, but you're probably right. We're probably in the hundreds individually because yeah, every, th every time you look at a, a bank, you, you got to log on to the bank's website, right? Uh, you have work even, right? You have work. Uh, then you have all the different accounts that you deal with for social media and whatnot, and your, your crypto accounts, and you have all these different wallets. You know what? Yeah, you're probably right. Even myself, I probably have a couple hundred too. If that's the same, if that's the case. Yeah, I I I think I've been on the web or the internet for nearly 30 years, and just earlier today with Upland dude, who's who's in the chat, on noise cash we were talking about CompuServe and we were talking about the old BBSs, the bulletin services. And I would have to use a modem, a 14.4K modem, which is a fraction of the speeds that we have nowadays, where we have a, an always-on connection, not only on one computer, but probably 10 devices if we were to add up all of our mobile phones, our tablets, all the other laptops that, that are probably on your connection where, where your, your home is. But we were reminiscing about CompuServe was probably my first account where, you know, user and password was required. And that was, you know, that was old school uh, web 1.0, you know, the beginning. And we were, we were laughing about uh, <laughs> uh, CompuServe uh, earlier today. Oh boy, that, you're really dating yourselves. And yes, you guys are a little bit older, but I do remember. <laughs> and I was quite young when I was like, involved in some of that stuff, so I didn't get into the quite the, the same amount of detail you guys had. But uh, you, you know what? You, I'm glad you guys were able to connect because it, you, you guys are able to reminisce and feel nostalgic about all these different things too. So, and and you know what? I'm also glad that you're able to connect with uh, Mighty Oak earlier today while we were offline here just before the show started because now you guys can reminisce about WWE and WWF as well too. So. <laughs> Yeah, I did mention that the wrestling thing stopped about 20 years for me, but uh, between 78 and about 2002, uh, watched quite a bit of wrestling. So yeah, we with Mighty Oak, that was fun, talking about Hulk Hogan, uh, seeing him go from good guy to bad guy to good guy again, and uh, yeah, we're dating ourselves. All right. So we are getting up on, uh, getting close to almost 50 minutes here. And I do want to wrap up with a couple of things here because it, you know, it, it, we could probably go forever. And I, I, ahead of time, I do want to extend an invite to you. If you ever want to come on again, we can definitely talk because it seems like we go forever. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so this was a lot of fun and love your format. You're a natural. And I, I, I think it's exciting that you're even um, doing this on Discord. You know, I had heard, uh, I've known about Discord for years and I thought it was a, it was a desktop app. And I'm, I, I live in the browser all day long. And uh, Telegram, I, I remember how uh, frustrated I was about a year ago when I got on Telegram and I had to download the app and run it as an application. And I was really happy to see that this, because I just got on Discord recently for the show, uh, in fact, and I was happy to see that uh, they had a browser, you know, you can log in through the browser. Yes. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm logged in through the browser and not on the app, because now I just prefer everything to run in the browser. Yes. Uh, in, in, in Brave, I, I use Brave. Uh, you, I think someone's mentioned, you said so, someone mentioned that in the chat. Yeah, somebody, yeah let's talk about that. So uh, again, you know what, thank you so much for the kind words. And uh, you know what, uh, you are definitely one of my favorite authors, if not the favorite author on public because likewise whenever you post something I learn a lot there's a ton of gold if you guys ever want to learn like anything and everything honestly uh, personal finance about crypto about the economy all these things these types of things uh, there's a lot of well, even uh, publishing writing um, social media 
content, all these things. There's no shortage of stuff. You go, I definitely recommend you go check out uh, Tony in terms of his uh, content on PublishX for sure and also on read.cache. Uh, so oh, before we forget, again, no, noise, noise.cache. Noise. 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 Yes, noise.cache. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys are just joining us, again, the, this is season one, episode 12 of Blockchain Chat. I am your host, Crypto Wordsmith. My guest today is Tony Vlahakis. Uh, and yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So just before we wrap up, I do want to ask a couple of things here now. Now that you've, you've got uh, introduced to uh, cryptocurrencies and NFTs, do you have a preference of one over the other in terms of the projects that you look at these days? Or do you like it all? I like it all. I think the excitement is, it, it, you just, you know, it feels like it's a, you're trying to drink through a fire hose yes. with all that you're learning. And, and we were, uh, you know, when you had me in the green room and we were, we, we were doing the pre-chat, we were talking about uh, nifties right now where you can, uh, you can stake them. You yes. can lend them, yes. and all these exciting things that that we've been hearing about yield farming and basically decentralized finance or DeFi, it's now happening uh, with Nifties. Yes, and how you can leverage your Nifties and stake them and lend them and do all these things that was happening with the uh, with all the blue chip uh, cryptos and the the altcoins, you could do that with Nifties now. That's right. And that blew my mind. I didn't see that coming, but uh, that's how exciting this space is with, uh, with, the, with the blockchain technologies and uh, how it's, what, what's been working with the crypto space. It's now come over to, to Nifty's as well. So I just find it all really excited, just trying to keep up because it, it, it's, so many new things are coming out. On an hourly basis, it seems like. Yes, and I, I definitely can't keep up. I've, I've tried. I've given up. There's too many projects coming out all at the same time. And, and, and they're all so exciting. That's but, the thing. So, oh, and so we are going to try to wrap up here, Tony, because I, I do know we're uh, we're trying to wrap this up and uh, I'm going to do the giveaway because that takes some time. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, but I do have three last questions for you. They're more on the fun side here. So the yeah. first question is... Uh, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite cryptocurrency? Boy, um, I have to say Ethereum. Ethereum, okay, that's a good choice. I, have to say, I would say ETH because it's, it's it's an operating system. If you if we look at it, it's becoming the operating system of the internet. And there's so many projects that have forked off of it, like Wax with EOS, EOS being a fork off of uh, Ethereum, or it's on the Ethereum network. And it's also a, a, a currency, you know, it's, it's ETH, I guess, technically is the, the crypto, but probably it's Ethereum. It's both, right? So that's the thing, right? Okay, that's a great choice. Uh, you know, you're not alone. There's a lot of people, and I really enjoy it. And part of the reason why I don't hold on to it is because if I do, I spend it. <laughs> I, I don't hold much of it because uh, I mean I've got some of it locked away not a whole lot but if I have it in my um, uh, MetaMask wallet I tend to acquire things like NFTs and things like that so it's uh, I can't have it on hand too easily it, it just goes through my fingers well you're not really spending it with the nifties because the nifties will are an investment and they should 5, 10, 15x over the next year you know 5 years so it's an investment oh well, yeah you know what always do your own research that's the key thing so yes you're right make sure you pick a good one and uh, they have definitely have opportunities to go up in value so no great good choice with ETH a great choice and we're going to move on to the last one here uh, before uh, and uh, please stick around uh, if you don't mind but uh, we're going to wrap up with this last question here which would be your favorite musical act or singer if you have one <laughs> um I have quite an eclectic uh, uh, taste in music. Oh, okay. So I'm all over the place with because I go from classical to hard rock, heavy metal, um, it, it, with Upland dude because we 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 we've been in the 1980s uh, channel over on Noise.Catch, and we've been talking about the Beastie Boys. Yeah, I saw. So, you know, back in high school, I was uh, a, a fan of the uh, the Beastie Boys back in the day, and uh, uh, you know, still like them to, to this day. He also, but, he also um, messaged from DMC. 
Run DMC, that's another, yeah, that's another one. Um, so, but, you know, I, I, there's a lot of rock bands I like, uh, um, but I don't, I, I don't really have a favorite, favorite, because um, it depends on my mood. Like when I go to work out, I like to listen to a lot of uh, EDM stuff and something with a lot of beats, um, maybe a lot of um, like hip hop rap stuff from back, you know, in the 80s and 90s I listen to. Uh, you know, a lot of upbeat stuff I usually listen to when I'm working out on my headphones. Not so much rock or heavy metal, even though I do like rock and heavy metal, but probably EDM is probably some of the stuff I, I prefer when I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the blood going and, uh, you know, working out. All right. Is that your preferred genre, or, does, uh, or do you like them all? I, I like them all, but when I'm working out, I like uh, I like upbeat stuff. Eminem, I like listening to a lot of Eminem when I'm working out. Nice. Um. Yeah. Everything you rattled off, I like. Guess what? Too. So you're you're like me. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you're like me. You know, I, I find a lot of guests that have a lot of similar musical interests to me, and that's I, I don't know why that is, but I think that's part of the reason why we all get along. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, all right, Tony, my friend. Thank you so much for coming onto the show. Uh, please stick around. Yeah, oh, thank you, know, you for having me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna stick around. Thanks yeah. for having me, and uh, I want to thank everybody for joining in. And uh, hopefully they learned something and uh, hope to see them on Twitter or on Publish Zero X or even maybe on Noise.Cash. Yeah, so before we uh, sign off on this part of the show, uh, what's the best way to re uh, for anybody to reach out for you for anything? Is it Twitter or uh, what's the best way? Probably Twitter. Okay. Twitter would probably be the best thing and for what's sure. What's your Twitter handle, my friend? My Twitter handle is the same thing that, like, right now I am staring at the... Uh, the Discord announcement they had with at T Vlachak or T Vlahak. And the, my handle is at T Vlahak. T V L A C H A K. All right. Thank you so much. On Twitter. Yeah. So, like Thank I you. said, always a good read. You definitely learn something. There's a lot of good stuff. Make sure you check him out, please. So again, thank you, Tony. Uh, let's just move on to the next place here, next item here, and we're gonna go and do the giveaway. So I've got four uh, NFTs that we're gonna do, and I'm gonna give them away as one, two, three, four. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, I'm not gonna uh, name them individually. We're just gonna spin them real quickly here. So we've got, I think, at 26 entries. We had a lot, actually. Uh, it's quite a few, and we're gonna mix them up right now. How many times would you uh, like us to do the shuffle, uh, my friend Tony? Oh, okay. I muted myself. Uh, I'm muted. Um, three times? Three times, sure. Okay. One, oop, there we go. Two, three. And we are here going for the first NFT. You know what? If I can find it, maybe I will. Uh, see if I can. I think you actually retweeted something I had here in terms of the giveaway. Uh, or, you know what? Uh, I'll see if I have it myself. If I can find it. Uh, make it real quick. Where was it now? Is it uh, this one? I can find it. Okay, no, that's not that. Oh, that's this one. Let me see if I can go to this tweet here. Oh, okay. That's not working. But again, I've got four. I, what I'll do is I'll just do the spin here. First one here. Here comes the first one. Good luck, everybody. that you are the winner for the first one. Uh, we are going to remove Kios and we're going to shuffle. How many times would you like to shuffle this time around, my friend? Two, five. Five, all right. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five. Here we go. Good luck. Okay, this is an inappropriate uh, Twitter app. I, you know what? My apologies, everybody. I did not see this one, but uh, maybe I'll have to uh, edit it out, maybe on the video. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, we'll get you your uh, NFT prize. And uh, here's the next one. Oh, sorry, I should have shuffled. Uh, my apologies. We'll shuffle the next one here. Andre. And we're going to move 
how many times would you like to shuffle for this last one, uh, NFT number four? Let's do four. Four, on this all one. right. One, two, three, four. All right. Good luck, everybody. So thank you everybody for joining us for the show. Again, this was uh, season one, episode 12. This was the uh, weekly, weekend, weekly edition, live update, live version. That's right. Weekly update, live. How, okay, correct me again, Tony. What, what is weekly, the weekly summary. The weekly summary, live edition. Uh, so yeah. Thank you guys so much, and I hope you guys were able to do, uh, enjoy the show and learn something. Like I said, please check out Tony's content if you get a chance. And we will look forward to seeing you guys for the next show. And there's going to be a massive blowout. Listen, watch out for the uh, drive for 1,000 Twitter followers on my part, guys. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you. Good night. Thank you.